This is Las Vegas Real Estate Now with local real estate expert Harvey Blankfeld. Where we want to educate you about our market, empower you to make wise decisions, and help you engage with our expert contributors. Well, they're hot, not just temperature-wise. It's a crazy market. I just came off of a mastermind with a bunch of colleagues, and we were all crying. Uh, Some of the charts I've shared with you uh, did not include the one I shared today, which Today, compared to this time last year, we have half as many homes going live on the market. And what that has done is it's driven it to a point of supply and demand being so out of whack that we're seeing multiple offer bidding wars and um, pricing that far exceeds what we did before the bubble or downturn back in 2007 and eight. Gotcha. Okay, so yeah, you're, you're, you, you were hot going into this pandemic and now you're just as hot coming out of it i suppose what you would say uh actually i would say we're even hotter now what we're finding is we're getting a lot of people relocating here from other states uh i have people from alabama we're working with new jersey washington state i think arizona proved to be a really good place to be during the pandemic and um Then on top of it, we have a lot of millennials hitting the market right now. So what we just came off our discussion was we're having people enter into our marketplace that are not freeing up listings for us. So that's also hurt our supply and demand uh, dilemma that we're experiencing. We actually hit less than 10,000 active listings just yesterday, which hasn't happened since 2000. What this chart is showing, so this is from the Cromford Report. Uh, I'm rather geeky and I subscribe to a local analyst who takes our MLS data and scrubs it for accuracy and they give us all these fabulous charts. So another reason why uh, we are seeing such a shortage of homes is anybody who's been sitting on the fence now with these crazy low interest rates. I think last week we were seeing them actually dipping even below 3% if you paid a couple points. But a lot of people are refinancing and staying put or they're buying new and the house today in May of 2020 for $1,300 a month is a lot more house than what they were looking at buying just two years ago in 2018 or um, in March and November because the rates were so much higher. So, you know, that the house, you're getting a lot more house for your money. If you see like today, you can buy a $333,000 house. Yeah. Just two years ago, that house was under 300. And I know our market's gone up, but that's part of the reason why I think our market's gone up too. It's just the affordability factor has gotten so much better. Yeah, I love this stat. I mean, 1301 is a payment here now because the rates are at 3.24, even though the median price is higher. But back in November of 2018, you were paying 1443. And it's another reason why, you know, then you couple it with people who were renting and rents have gotten crazy expensive here. So it's really our market was it was already going gangbusters in February. And then basically what happened here locally and the analyst that does the Cromford report, Tina Tambor, said it the best during that time period, she kept warning people like this is a temporary problem, people. With the coronavirus and the quarantine, a lot of people didn't want to have their homes on the market. A lot of people weren't looking at homes they're staying and and observing the quarantine, even though as realtors were considered essential people. Um, So they basically described it as a kink in the hose. You know, the water was gushing in February and then the hose got kinked and then it just started gushing again 
really since the mid to end of April. So for the last really six to eight weeks, we've just been insane. Yeah, there you go. There's the chart. So we kind of hit the worst of it at the very beginning of April. Yep. During the Corona time, for me, it felt like a, a what the December, the holidays feels like. I usually stay pretty busy. But yeah, right, right there, the chart shows it all. From the beginning of March to the beginning of April, we took quite a dip. And then we've done nothing but exceed where we were before yeah. and uh yeah our, our numbers today are just off the chart last year of 2019 to 2020 in the month of june our active listings are down by a third and actually in the last two well actually 10 days since this chart was posted it's gotten worse it dropped down to less than half as many listings hitting the market day over day than this time last year. So we are screaming for houses. And, you know, I let my database know like, hey, look guys, if you've been thinking about selling ever at all, now is the time. <laughs> Let's show you what's going on here. <clears throat> this is a this is the past week. Now, uh, the guys who've been following us every week know that the first line here is, and this is only single family homes. I've, I've always dealt with just single family homes in my data points, but this is single family homes. So currently available right now, we have 5,771 single family homes. Last week, we were a little over 6,000. That's gone down just in the last week, almost. Mm -hmm. We put 941 in escrow in the past seven days. We closed 497 in the last seven days. 888 were withdrawn. That's a fairly normal number for us. The median sold price, and these median sold and this sold price per square foot are not really great data points because it's such a small sample size. But we can see where the fluctuations right. are, and they've been fluctuating right around this number the whole time. Uh, 322, that went up. The price per square foot went up a little bit, and the median days on market stayed exactly the same. Now, let me share with you one other thing that we've been working with uh, of late. Now, this this is a running total. And, Rebecca, I've done this. This goes all the way back to uh, March 26th as I started doing these. So really updates. So we, you can see mm -hmm. what happened during during our activity here, for how the impact was on our activity. But if we go back to March 26th, yeah. we had 5,655. Now we have 5,771. We're right back where we started. We put well, nine come full circle. Yeah, 941 in escrow this week. Back then it was 448. And you can see that hmm. the, the number in escrow has been climbing every single week. So that tells me that your guys, you guys are definitely coming out of it as well. And you're probably going to be, if you're not seeing multiple bidding off, you know, war offer situations, sounds to me like you might be finding yourselves there if you continue to go down with inventory and up with deals in escrow, because that's essentially what happened to us. I, I couldn't, I couldn't agree more. I think that that's exactly where we're headed. When you see all those numbers of, of escrows being opened and you see that um, uh, our, our uh, pipeline is getting filled up in a big hurry right now. We know that those are closing mm -hmm. in 30 to 45 days. And so that's what's going to be happening. We're going to see the market tighten up even further, I think. And as the inventory continues to shrink, you have to wonder about uh, where our pricing is going to go. I don't think, you know, I don't think that right away we're going to see any kind of move on pricing. But you just never know. I mean, there is demand here. The thing that I think that I've noticed the most is now our, our governor made a big deal about having more jobs, bringing more um, companies to Phoenix that were not tourist related. Because the last time we really were a lot tourist, lot more tourist heavy. Mm. And I'm kind of curious, what's going on with you guys with your casinos? Because, you know, 
last time I went to Vegas, it was hopping in there. And I'm assuming that you guys, you know, are not quite there yet. Let me share with something with you. Great Ooh. segue. <laughs> I found this. Right? Article. We didn't plan that. We did not plan that. That's brilliant. Um, I, you know, we got creamed uh, and we still are. We're still coming out of it. But um, we got a great article by Eli Siegel. He writes for the RJ and he, you know, he titles it here. Nevada's jobless rate fell in, uh, fell in May, stayed out of jobs back faster than anywhere in the country. Yeah, we, we're coming back quicker than everybody else, but we fell further than anyone else. Uh, and in the, in the body of this article, you can see, wait, here it is, an estimated 25% of our workforce is unemployed in May. 25% of our workforce was unemployed in May. That's down 30%. down. Yeah, from April, 30%. Now, the interesting thing here yeah. is that, that we're adding jobs back quicker than everybody else at a 3% rate, where the rest of the country is at a 2% rate. But um, when you look at last year, well, for here, this, this comment right here basically says it. Nevada's unemployment rate was nearly double the country's in May and, a, and one of the greatest economic shocks in history with data reminiscent of the Great Depression. But again, kink in the hose, I think that's part of it. And then last year, our jobless rate was just 4%. Um, so, right. so what's so, happening? The casinos are just opening up now, Rebecca, just so you know. They just started opening last week. They're, they're opening up in phases. Oh, wow. So, but, but, that, but the employees going back to the casinos is not reflected in that data yet. So you'll see that in June, you're going to see the unemployment rate drop even much more, much more significantly here in Nevada. Please join us again next week as we keep you up to date on everything real estate here in Southern Nevada. Remember, send me any questions or ideas for next week's broadcast. Tune in every Thursday at 3. Also, please let your friends and family know to like our Facebook page and be reminded about our updates at LV Real Estate Radio. We'll catch you next week. Thanks again for joining us.